Father, we want to bless your holy name this beautiful, glorious day that you have created. We approach you once again this morning with a heart of gratitude, with a heart of appreciation. We come before you this morning, Lord, in honor of your goodness and mercy and kindness that I knew every morning. Thank you, Father, for your faithfulness that never ceases, that never fails. For they are new every morning. Thank you for waking us up this glorious day. Thank you for calling us. Thank you for choosing us to be part of the living. Part of those that will proclaim and declare once again your glory in the earth. It's an honor to be alive. Alive in you. Thank you, Father, this day. Lord, as we begin this beautiful, wonderful session of communing with you and seeking your face and seeking to know your mind, your heart, Lord, I present myself to you as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. Every part of me this morning, every ounce of strength in me, every imagination, desire, aspiration, whatever defines my life this morning, I bring them. I lay them on your altar this morning. That that which defines my strength, my dependence, oh God, comes from you. That all that I will be doing this morning in prayer, in leading your people, indeed will flow from a heart of purity. Yes, Father. It is my desire this morning that I be sanctified. Jesus, as you sanctify yourself, that the people may be sanctified. I sanctify myself this morning in the place, oh God, of communion with you. I've come, Lord, I brought myself, my heart, my soul, my mind, my thoughts, every part of me, the breath that I breathe, the words that proceed out of my mouth. Let them be a living sacrifice unto you. Thank you, Father, this day. We open this day. We open this program. We open this channel, this portal, oh God. In the spirit of purity, in the spirit of truth, in the spirit of life, in the spirit that will bring, yes, Lord, your heart, your mind to your people. We thank you. I thank you this morning. Everyone that will be joining us this morning. I pray, Spirit of God, that you prepare their hearts. I pray that you prepare their mind. I pray, Holy Spirit, that they will not just come to watch a man. Lord, that they will participate, O oh God. They will join force, O oh God. Yes, with your demand for this brand new day. As you proclaim newness upon us, we declare in the name of Jesus that indeed we will present a life that is new, that is holy, that is sanctified. That we may proceed further into this new day, O oh God. New season of your speakings, O oh God. In the power of new beginning. We thank you. I thank you this morning. I honor your holy name. Thank you, Lord, that you will lead us further, O oh God. That our eyes will not be captured by the issues of the past. Like people of faith who will look forward to that which is before us. 
for faith is always looking forward, not backwards. So we thank you this morning. Yesterday has become history and we will learn from it. But the day is before us. Your day is before us. And this day we engage in faith, O oh God. We come, Lord, with a heart that is full of joy, regardless of our condition, regardless of our feelings. We bring our heart this morning filled with joy. Joy is a flow of life from you. Joy is of your nature, is of your spirit this morning. Your word declares that your kingdom is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Yes, that is what we want. That is what we long for this morning. That we may be filled with righteousness. A life that is whole. A life that is made complete. A life that has a standing before you. A life that is not contaminated. So we thank you this morning that as we come in boldness yet with frailty. We come in boldness yet, oh God, in fear. We come with boldness yet through your mercy and love that you will grant us entrance, oh God. Yes, that you will grant us a standing, oh God. That the entrance of your word into our hearts, into our life this morning, oh God, once again, will adjust every aspect of our being. That will become a being that has a place, a standing before you early on. We thank you. We bless you. Thank you, Father, for those that are already awakened this morning. Thank you for my brother and my sisters and those that will be joining us. I pray for their heart. I pray, oh God, for their soul, their mind, their thoughts. That they will understand that this moment is sacred. This time where we get up, oh God... I know many may be tired physically, but they decide to get up to pray. It's a sacrifice. That's why your word says we must present to you our life as a living sacrifice. It's a sacrifice. I pray this morning, oh God, that as they offer this time to you, oh God, in the place of waiting and connecting with that which your spirit is proclaiming, that you will renew their strength, oh God. You will renew their heart, their mind, oh God. That you will adjust their sight. That they will continually see the reason for this, for this sacrifice. That this is a sacrifice that will impact the next generation. Yes, that this is a sacrifice that they are paying that will impact. Sacrifice in the kingdom is transaction. We transact, yes. In the business of the kingdom, we have to transact with our lives, with our time, with our resources, we have to exchange, offer ourselves that we may receive of him. We have to give him our own time that we may receive of eternity. So this morning, Father, as we offer our life as a sacrifice this morning, I pray for them. I pray for those that will be connecting with us. As our sacrifice in this cold weather, in this, in this caravan that is so cold, yet, Lord, <clears throat> is a choice that we have made. <clears throat> is a choice that I have made, oh God, that we may have a nation that has a standing before you. You said you sought for a man to stand in the gap. It's not always easy to have one that can stand 
Because come rain, come sun, come winter, come dry season, whatever season it is, you always want a man that has a standing. And this is the call of an intercessor to stand, to watch. This is the call of a watchman. A watchman must watch in season and out of season. So we thank you this morning, O Spirit of God, that you will, yes, cushion those areas of our life that needs to be cushioned. That you will clothe those areas of our life, oh God, that we feel cold, that we need your warmth, oh God. We thank you this morning that your spirit will continue to enable us, that we will find joy in that which you have called us to do. That Lord, as we continue to pray and wait on you, Father, on behalf of our home family, oh God, that yes, a day, a season will come that our children, our grandchildren will look back and they will thank, yes, they will thank Thank us, oh God. And we'll be able to say thank you for my father, my granny, my uncle, my cousin who stood in the gap, who prayed. Father, we thank you that as long as you can find a man and a woman in the earth who can pray, who can join force with you, you will always move. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, this morning. That this understanding gives us hope. It gives us a sense, oh God, yes, of standing when men, oh God, are laying down. Thank you, Lord, that this sacrifice, Lord, indeed, will continue to bring clarity and direction. Yes, Lord, in the rebuilding of our nation, in the rebuilding of humanity, oh God, in the bringing back of creation to the place, oh God, yes, of divine proximity. We thank you this morning that our prayer are not in vain. No, you said, for you have not called the people to serve you in vain. We thank you this morning that, Lord, as we continue, oh God, Yes, to burn the midnight oil as we continue to offer our day, our time, as we continue to offer our mind, oh God, in engaging this new day, in engaging this new season, Father, that you will reward us openly. You said that which we do secretly will be rewarded openly. I thank you this morning that there will be a great reward for all those who wait upon you shall renew their strength. Thank you, Father, this day that our strength is being renewed. As our strength is being renewed, the strength of our home family, the strength of our loved ones are being renewed. Yes, we stand on their behalf. We stand on behalf of that blind husband, that blind wife. We stand on behalf of that blind child. We stand on behalf of, oh God, that... Uh, 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 child that man that woman oh god doesn't understand the essence of spirituality yeah. I, we stand this morning on behalf of that cousin that's uncle oh god we stand on behalf of our neighbor we stand on behalf of our society father we stand we pray for them we ask oh god this day that your mercy will reach them that as your rain, as we pray and gather cloud for rain to come, that this rain, when it falls, it doesn't just fall on our, uh, on our own little space. No, it falls everywhere. The rain of God must fall everywhere. Everyone must benefit. That is the beauty of being called to stand, to go on behalf of, to represent others. That's the ministry of the Levites. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you this morning. As we take our place as priests, 
after the order of Melchizedek, O oh God, going forth in the spirit and life, yes, of Judah, glorifying your name, bringing forth, O oh God, newness as the east, as the east sun rises up, O oh God, and we journey further, leading forth a procession, O oh God, yes, to the place of your heel. Lord, that there will be a people crying out for you. As Jesus stood at the gate of Jerusalem and wept, Lord, as we stand this day representing Christ at the gates, and as we weep, Father, we pray that our weeping, O oh God, will be turned, O oh God, to rejoicing. Because our weeping indeed is a weeping, O oh God, of intercession. Of intercession. We thank you. Hallelujah this day. We hallow your name. We bless you, Father. Thank you. Our strength is renewed. You're speaking to us about renewness. So many things you are speaking, you're saying to us. Help us to understand all of these things. Help us to make sense of them. And help us to apply them in their rightful place, O oh God. Lord, we pray this morning that we will not be carried away by just declarations, but we will know how to manage. Indeed, you have called us to become stewards, that we will know how to manage this season, this moment, that we will know how to pray, pray right, pray effectively. You said it is the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man. It prevails, it avails. So we thank you this morning, O oh God, that our prayer, our prayer, though we may not see, yes, the impacts in the now moment, but we believe because your word declares that if we can pray and pray right, your word says you will move. So we believe by faith this morning that you're moving on our behalf because we are praying in accordance to your desire and accordance to your intentions, in accordance to your mandate for this brand new day. We open up this new day into, yes, the divine order of your program. We proclaim this morning, let there be a release once again of your spirit, the spirit of newness. Let the spirit of newness be, be poured forth. Let the spirit of newness be released in the name of Jesus. Let there be an awakening unto newness. Let there be an awakening unto the ways of God. Let there be an awakening, yes, uh, unto the directions and the directives of the Spirit. Let a new man be awakened out of us. Let a new spirit be awakened out of us. Let a new passion be awakened out of us. Let a new cry be awakened out of us, O oh God. Let a desire, O oh God, yes, to be transformed and reformed and restored once again to the path to the desire to the intentions to your divine intent for our life for our city for our nation this day we cry out for a new land for a new nation we cry out to oh god for a new mindset a new belief system we cry out this morning oh god yes father for a new life a new life in christ we cry out for a new garment a new clothing Reclothe us this morning. Thank you, Father, for your glory this morning once again. That will cover us. Thank you, Lord, that your glory will cover us. That's what you mean when you said that the knowledge of your glory may cover the earth. Your glory is not just covering space. Your glory is covering a people. 
We thank you this morning that we are awakened to this light, to this truth. Bless, honor, glory, power, praise, majesty be ascribed unto you. Lamb of God, we bow before you. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father, for a heart of intercession, a heart of supplication, yet a heart of appreciation, a heart of thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for calling us to be a people of prayer, for calling us to be a people that can be awakened, a people that can stand, go on their knees, and call on your name on behalf of others. Thank you, Spirit of God. What a beautiful ministry that you have given unto us. Lord, we do not take this honor lightly. We do not take this thing lightly, oh God. No, we do not handle this call with levity of heart. No, Father, we acknowledge the place, the call to pray. We thank you that our prayer is not just a call that is made by someone somewhere. No, thank God that they are beginning to acknowledge the place of prayer, even in the life of, of a nation. But Father, we will continue to lead the path and chart the path. We will continue to pioneer. We will continue to birth and bring forth, oh God, newness, even out of that which has been defined, yes, to be dead. You say, behold, I do a new thing. We bless your name this morning. We honor you. Glory to your name. Praise to your name. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Welcome everyone this morning. Thank you, my dear assistant commissioner, brother Mervyn, and of course, sister Tina. Thank you. And those that are watching us from wherever you're watching, from wherever you're connecting from, we welcome you this beautiful day to this glorious time of prayer and seeking the heart and mind of God and just trying to connect and locate his frequency and just log on to that channel that he is speaking from. You know, every day God speaks from different channels. And that's the beauty of praying prophetically. That we're able to, you know, first of all, connect and, 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 and log to that channel that he's speaking from. And that's why we can never be tired. Because yesterday he's speaking from a particular channel. Today he's speaking from a different channel. All right. You know, just like in our TV, we've got all kinds of all kinds of channel, all kinds of TV stations. You know, some 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 uh, nations have got close to, you know, 500. Some have got close to 1000, you know, different channels. So, so you've got to know the one that you need to be connected to. All right. And that's how it is in the things of the spirit. In the things of the spirit, there are different kind of channels beaming all kinds of, you know, emphasis and messages. And it's important that when we wake up, that we first of all, you know, get to find out what channel the Lord, amen, is speaking from. Lest we are connected to the wrong channel. Alright, so it's important. So I want to welcome you this morning. And um, we are certain and sure that we are connected to the right channel this morning. And from there we're going to be hearing what, you know, the Lord is beaming, what he's saying from this channel. couple of things I, I, I want to quickly emphasize as we continue to pray. 
Remember that even when we are exalting ourselves in the place of the word of God, we are still praying. Because prayer is an attitude, right, that we bring even before the word of God. Prayer, amen, is not just something that we do. Yes, we need to do prayer, but we are becoming prayer. We are becoming prayer. Our life, every aspect of our being is becoming, amen, an extension of the ministry of prayer. Right? We are connected to God. We are connected to his mind. We are connected to his, his voice. Every aspect of our life is being renewed and reformed. Amen. And being conformed to the image of Christ. And that is the ministry and the vehicle earlier of prayer in our life. Prayer brings us to a place where we get to be transformed. We become more like Christ. Right? Prayer is not just about dumping something into our life called you know, a blessing. Prayer makes us a blessing. Prayer allows our life to flow into amen, the inheritance that has been you know, designed for us before time began. When we connect to prayer, amen, we shift out of time into eternity. When we connect to prayer, we move out of our mortality into amen, our true essence of immortality. That is the power of prayer. As we are praying, we are being changed. Remember, Jesus himself showed us the principle. As he took Peter, James, and John to the mountain, the Bible says, as he began to pray, as he began to pray, his clothes became white, his face changed transformation began they began to see literally jesus change before their very eyes the glory of the father hallelujah overwhelmed them that no one could stand that is the power of prayer and i've seen this literally i've seen this in my own life that's why i don't joke with this ministry every other thing can wait but once we begin to engage in the place of prayer we're engaging, amen, with the ministry of reform. We're engaging with the ministry of transformation. That's why I wonder why people say they're reformers. When you ask them, where's your prayer altar? They don't have one. What are you reforming? It's not by might. It will never be by power, but by my spirit. To engage the spirit of God, you've got to come via the ministry of prayer. So this is what we are about, friends, once again this morning. For uh, those who may be wondering, what is these things about the guys waking up every morning and just, <laughs> this is what we do. Amen. Uh, waking up in the morning, amen, it's not just about, you know, seeking and praying for some need. We're seeking and praying for our own change, our own, you know, life to be transformed, to become more like Christ. That's the heart of prayer. The heart of prayer is not about God giving you another car, giving you another job as important as those, you know, are. But the, the heart of prayer is that we have a nature change. That we have a life, amen, engaged in the very nature of Christ. That we have a life that is logged into the channel of the Spirit. That's why we pray. When you pray, every area of your life becomes productive. Your manhood, your womanhood, your sense of identity. There are people or, uh, who romance the things of God, but when it comes to prayer, uh -uh, they are just too weak. And they wonder why, you know, hell is forever on their doorstep. They wonder why sin always log on their doorstep and is forever knocking. 
They wonder why they're forever getting angry and, and you know, falling into all kinds of temptation. Why? Because <laughs> they have refused to give themselves, amen, to prayer. When you pray, your spirit becomes stronger. When you pray, you have the ability to resist. You cannot do anything in life without the power of prayer. You will not succeed. Whatever the devil gives to you outside the principle of God, he can take it. And he's taking it. So let's not make the mistake. Never you depend. Foolish as they would depend on the arm of flesh. We are not of them who depend on the arm of flesh. Our physical beauty one day will, will fade away. Our money one day, all right, will evaporate. Whatever we think we have, whatever wisdom we think we have, one day will be spent. Only the presence of God, hallelujah, can, 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 cannot be outspent. It's ever there, always there. As long as you seek God, his presence will always be there. And that is the, that is the most and the most powerful wealth you need, the presence of God. When you have the presence of God, he who has, he who has the presence of God, listen to me, he's got everything. Let's not kid ourselves. One day, the, wrink the wrinkles will begin to show. We, we, no matter how we try to keep it, you know, everything, people are going to see, well, you got, you're getting old, you know. The strength you used to have, like before, it's no longer going to be there again. But when you're a person of the spirit, at 80, you are still being deployed. Shayanda. I said at 80, you are still being deployed. A man was deploying to ministry at the age of 80. When you come to the place of the spirit, time works for you, not against you. So we, we need to invest in this thing. We need to teach our children the power and the importance of prayer. That when everything seems to be taken from us, as long as our, our voice, our ability, amen, to connect to God is not taken, restoration is inevitable. So let's not kid ourselves. Let's continue. All right. If you want, if you want to understand, amen, the secret of, of, of youth fountain, fountain of youth is the, is in the place of prayer. I told I used to tell people when I'm 70, I'm still gonna be looking the way I'm looking when I'm 70. You know why? Because I've connected to a, an eternal life. I've connected to something called eternal life. When I tell people that I'm 51, they look at me like, you, you're just joking. You 50? <laughs> and I say, I'm 51. They say, you cannot be. <laughs> Why? Because they don't understand that there is, there is life in the presence of God. Have you noticed that when people engage the presence of God, when they come out, they're glowing. They're glowing. Nobody engages the presence of God and come out and you're not glowing. Moses engaged the presence of God. By the time he, come, he, he came out, people could not look at his face. He was glowing. That glowing is, a, is, a, is an expression of newness. 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 Every day I knew before him. This is a new day. You know the technology of that newness means everything that defines this day. The things that you cannot see, the things you cannot comprehend that makes this day works, amen, are orchestrated in the spirit of newness. Alright? 
So for, for our ladies who, you know, when they get up in the morning, want to go to work, you know how you do your makeup and you look so beautiful. And that's a beautiful thing to do. But guess what? You need to do that first in the spirit. Because indeed that is what is in fact going to attract favor and goodness and blessing into your life. Have you noticed that, you know, the natural appearance of beauty fades away? Because I tell you, no matter how beautiful we look in the natural, there's somebody that will out-beautiful you. <laughs> if there's ever a world like that, there's somebody more beautiful than you. Yeah? There's somebody, you're going to see somebody more handsome than you, more beautiful than you, more, you know, clued up than you, more knowledgeable than you. Yes. You cannot keep up with the Joneses. You cannot keep up, all right, with, with, with that, you know, uh, uh, cat and rat race in the world system. You cannot keep up. No matter how you try to keep yourself, no matter how, to, how you try to keep, you know, on the top of the job, no matter how you try to, you know, know everything, you have answer for everything, there's always somebody who knows better than you. There will always be somebody who will outdo you. But when you live your life in the assurance of his presence, even if you are the least person, have you noticed that that's what God does? He goes and looks for the least person that connects to him. David was the least. He was at the backside of the wilderness when they were looking for who are qualified. But that guy is tracking with God. is <laughs> learning the ways of God. When the prophet of God comes, and say, sorry, all of this looking wonderful, handsome, well-prepared, Harvard, you know, pristine guys. Sorry, none of you is qualified. Excuse me? Why would you say such a thing? We've been trained <laughs> to be leaders. We've been trained to be leaders. Mr. Jesus sent us to the best school. You know, there are certain schools that you, 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 you send your children to. When you send your children to those schools, they are, they are being groomed to become future leaders. This is not just a, a school to go learn, you know, uh, you know, one plus one is two. No, no, no. <clears throat> this, those schools are designed to raise future leaders. So you, you find yourself there. It means Mr. Jesse paraded all of them. The one that went to Oxford, the one that went to Harvard, the one that went to Princeton, all of them, they're all just there. And the prophet looked at the guy and said, this must be, God said, sorry, not him. N not him. Not her. Come on, Lord, what's going on? I'm sure the prophet was like, maybe let me rewind my prophetic, you know, discernment. God said, don't even think about it. You judge, you judge people by, you know, the physical appearance of things. I judge people by their spiritual condition. They were all disqualified. And this is what God is doing in our day. Is disqualifying people that we thought they are qualified. People we thought have it all, know it all. You know, when I understood this, this important principle, my life changed. I stopped struggling. I, I stopped, you know, trying to impress people. I learned the secret of pressing into God. And pressing into God is not impressing God. Matter try to impress God. You can't impress God. You can't impress your father. Just be yourself. Just love him. Just seek him. And that's me. I don't care who is there. I'm in love with him. I'm in love with God.
because I've been in love with so, so many things, all kinds of things. Those things are just systems that can't hold water. They can't hold water. If you depend on things and people, they will, they will fail you. They will disappoint you. In fact, if you depend on your own self, you will fail yourself. <laughs> you will fail yourself. One of the things the Lord is opening our eyes to see in this new day that we are stepping all right, into God's heart, into God's mind, as, as he's leading us further into the next prophetic program for the earth, we have to redefine and rediscover ourselves in him and rest in that which we have learned and know. You have to rediscover yourself. Yesterday, the Lord spoke to us. All right? we, need, we need to be renewed. We, we need to engage newness. We need newness. I need newness. You need newness. You know, every time the Lord moves further, we talked about that yesterday. Once there's a shift, we've come into a new position. That position requires that we approach everything around our life, within our life, amen, in the spirit of newness. How we see, how we understand, how we engage and interact, amen, with people, with friends, colleagues, has to be from a new position. Even if they don't want to accept it, you have to, amen, establish that spirit of newness. You look at your friend, you look at your colleague, you have to see them from a different light. Because God will be showing you things, amen, that you never saw before. And this, this, is, this, is, this, is, this is what God is doing. We cannot engage this life, this thing that we're stepping into from the old order. We're going to fail. And I'm sorry to say a lot of people are going to fail because they, they still do not understand this thing we're talking about. They're still trying to handle the new with the old, 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 you know, the old ways, the old, you know, pattern of doing things. So when we talk about newness, we're talking about a change of life, change of lifestyle, change of, you know, uh, values, all of that. Because God says, I want to do a new thing. If he's doing a new thing, we can't present the old. We can't offer the old. It is discarded. Are you seeing how God has been speaking to us? You see, the, 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 the things of God are progressive. We're still dealing with the economy of God. Amen. And the concept of the craftsmen, the apostolic craftsmen. Craftsmen are there all right, to, to shape us into the 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 the, 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 the direction they are there to build for us the, the the prophetic track if you will that we must journey on that we must ride to move to the next level of god's intention all right that's why we call them apostolic they are given all right special wisdom God, God is imparting wisdom into the life of these people. Thank God that we have been found in this, hallelujah, uh, uh, this context. To build track, to build new hardware, to build new spiritual software, if you will. To build new plugins, things that will make us function effectively. That's why I'm crying, amen, that God will raise through apostles in the land. Not apostles by name and title. But real apostles who have the spirit of, you know, craftsmanship. 
Because apostles, they, they have the grace to do that. They build that. And to a certain degree, that's what we're doing. Because we have that grace to be able to function. But amen, in, the, in, the, in the spirit of Christ, in proclaiming and declaring his heart and his mind. And we also track wisdom to take what he has said and build it into city, into society. That's why you guys are very blessed. That you can find somebody who can impart all of these dimensions and frequencies and emphasis of the Spirit of God into your life, into your space. I mean, it's, it's, it's a thing to rejoice over. That we know that. All right? You know, sometimes I say to myself, all of the things that heaven has put me through for years, things that I had to learn, hard, difficult School of hard knocks, difficult situations that gives you sight, that gives you understanding. Sometimes it, it will take you three years, four years, just to get to finally understand one particular thing the Lord will have you to understand. And all of that that you've been through, 30 years of being trained, 30 years plus of going through life, experience, wisdom, revelation, all of that, so many things. And then you connected with a guy called Isaiah Phillips. Don't you think that's privilege? That's privilege. If I connect to somebody like that, I'll be forever grateful. And that's, that's the truth. I think about that myself. I say, Lord, these people are blessed. All right? They send you ahead of your brethren to prepare the ground. Like, you know, David said in Psalm 105. Joseph was sent ahead of his brethren. He was sent ahead of his brethren. He, he went through all the suffering. He went through all the trials, all the pain, all the agony. Only to prepare them a place called Goshen. When famine hit the land. Don't you think that is a privilege? You see, that's what I call seeing from heaven's perspective. David said, to, uh, excuse me, Joseph said to his brother, you guys, you guys meant it to be evil. You planned evil. Yes, your plan was to destroy me. But you do understand that God used amen, your plan to prepare a place for you. <laughs> what, 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 what a way to understand that. That's why when I look at my life, the things that I've been through, I can't even begin to explain them to you. I cannot. Some of them, you can't even begin to comprehend them. Only for God to connect me with Nkumis and say, I need you to go all through all this so that you will meet, you will meet my daughter and you will, impart it, you will impart this knowledge into her life. Only heaven can decide, can define such wisdom. Are you getting the point that I'm making? Because I want us to see the sacredness of what the Lord, amen, has, has ordained for us. God has been preparing somebody for the past 30 years to bring you to a place where you just take what, what that person is saying, you just drink it, you just apply it, and then is it. You, you don't have to go through the same process that person has gone through because that person has learned certain things, all right, that should become something you embrace when, you have, when there's trust, of course. Because all of this has to be established on the foundation of trust and faith and commitment. 
All right? That no matter the number of times you've been disappointed by people, but that when you see this one, you just know, no, 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 no. This is the real guy. This is the, this is the real, this is the real thing. This is the real dude. This is the real one. This is, this one is the real one. <laughs> you understand? That woman at the well would have missed another opportunity because this woman have suffered from all kinds of men, all kinds of apostles and prophets and teachers, all kinds of, you know, crazy people have been in the life of this woman. But here is a real one sitting on the well. <laughs> Just imagine what a moment. And she almost missed it. Thank God for mercy and grace. Come on, friends. Now, we, we need to have this sight. I'm talking about newness. Uh, you know, uh, but, but the Lord is saying something. But this is not even part of what I plan to say. But we're going to get there. We're getting there. God is saying something now. He's speaking to us. You know, you can go through so many things in life. And you finally get to the, to the real one. And re you reject it because you use the same brush. All right? To paint these new ones that you have used to paint the old. That of course that have disappointed you that have you know abused you that have disgraced you that have you know maligned you use you so you're gonna think this one also is gonna use me and you can so easily make the mistake and just use the same brush but i can tell you i'm not the same i'm not one of them i am not i don't know why i'm saying this but i i, I just feel the lord who have me say this i'm not one of them I don't seek to use people. I don't seek to abuse people. I don't seek to manipulate people. Ah, I, 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 I'm not seeking to build something that, you know, I have to use somebody and climb on somebody to. No, no, no. I don't have that kind of desire for that such ministry. No, no, I don't have it. I don't have such. I've got friends who have built big ministry. Big. When you see their structure, your jaw will drop. They've built things. They've done things. I don't envy them. Because that's their own calling. It's different from my calling. Are you saying if God gives you money tomorrow to build some big structure, you're not going to do it? I'm going to do it. But it's not going to be by my sweat. It's not going to be by my, you know, it's not going to be me using somebody. It's not going to be me walking on somebody. It's not going to be me pulling down somebody to build something. I will never do that because that's not ministry. I have come to understand what ministry is. Ministry is people. And if I can engage with you and we can connect in the true heart of love and togetherness and openness and, 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 and integrity, that we can build something for God, you see. When I want to do something and I want to put my energy there and I'm not seeing God leading me, I back away. I back away. No matter how important that thing is, I'd rather let them take that thing than, than for the presence of God amen, to be taken from me. No, no, no. No, that thing is too, is too precious. The presence of God is too precious to lose that. And I, I get into all kinds of trouble because people think I'm not a goal getter. People think that this guy is, 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 is too slack. They think that this guy... I, I, <laughs> they don't know where I'm coming from. You see, when the Lord brings you to a place, you realize that truly it's not by might. There is nothing you can, you can do in this world to impress God. There is nothing any person has built in the name of ministry, in the name of God knows what, 
that impresses God. What impresses God is your proximity, is your standing. Amen. Not just with him, but also with others. I want people to to you know to to prosper. If 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 I can minister to people to prosper and to get enriched, to get blessed, I feel fulfilled. I feel fulfilled. That's my joy. That's my reward. We just need to understand that heaven is bringing us into a new place. But we have to learn to undress from yesterday's pain, disappointments. You know, all of the things that yesterday delved us, gave us, that does not reflect what the promise says just need to undress just leave it and say god reclothe me for a brand new day you see adam should have waited for god to clothe him but he tried to clothe himself because for the first time he saw that he was naked he's been naked all his life he never knew that because awareness awareness either of good or evil amen is what brings a sense of change if, if we're not aware if i'm not aware that i'm naked how would i be needing clothes <laughs> you see the fruits he ate opened his eyes to something he was not supposed to be aware of <laughs> you see if there's no sense of definition of failure in my life why would I be seeking success? Why, why would I be seeking what men call success? You see? It's the awareness of their failure that is causing them to be pursuing things that they call success. He defines success. Success cannot be defined by a man. And if you're pursuing what men define to be success, you realize that you never reach that thing. The more you try to grab that thing, the more is, you know, the more that thing seems to elude you. <laughs> I've been there. The more that thing eludes you. But when he defines you, he defines your success. And that doesn't mean that you're some mediocre, that you're some failure. No, 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 no. No. Would you define Jesus as a failure? Jesus succeeded. Because he finished what his father assigned him. That's success. Jesus finished what his father assigned him. Every other thing is failure. So once you discover God's plan and purpose for your life. Aha! Resource to succeed in death. You see, I'm succeeding in my path. I'm called to minister to you. I'm called to reach you. I'm called to align your heart, your life, amen, <laughs> to bring you out of covetousness and bring you to the path of truth and righteousness that when you pursue, that when a man, a woman start pursuing righteousness, you start pursuing success. The pursuing righteousness is pursuing success. 
Because success is what happened to you. It's not something you can grab hold. <laughs> it's not something you can grab hold. It's something that happens to you. It is something that you, have, you collide with. It is something the Lord steers the heart of people to make happen for you. You have nothing to do with it. No one, no one on earth can make himself or herself successful. The Bible says, and the Lord remembered Noah. That's when success begins, when God remembers you. And the Lord remember Anna. And the Lord remember Abraham. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> when, God rem when, God, when God remembers you, creation cannot be, cannot but to be at your beck and call. Everything flows, the streams flow to you. I discovered that, friends. I discovered that. I'm just sharing my, my heart with you this morning. I discovered that. So I'm not pursuing, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not in competition with anybody. I'm in, I'm in my own world. I love what people are doing. I admire what people are doing. I encourage what people are doing. You understand? But I'm not pursuing. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not in that, I'm not in that league of ministry. What they define to be ministry out there. That thing is a feral system. That thing is destructive. That thing teaches the Nazarites to drink wine. That thing causes in all the Samson's of this world, men, heaven has empowered, alright, to be compromised on the lap of Delilah. That thing is, 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 that thing has been compromised. You see, you have to know all of this thing. I have to make you know these things. So you're not, you don't wake up one morning and begin to say, what's, why, what's going on in my life? There's nothing going on in your life. You just need to yield yourself more to him. Yield, yield yourself more to him. You see, Abraham, he, he was looking at his time. He, he said, this thing is not working. I've been waiting all these years. Maybe we should just, uh, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah said, that's a guy that will go into her. After all, after all, I own her. You see, that's, that's how men define success. They use their power. They use their influence. The influence and power God says, give it to me, lay it on the altar. So that I can be God in your life. As long as God sees another God in your life, he steps away. He will never. Until, until all the fighting men of Israel die, God will not intervene. Our strength must be depleted. Not, one, not an ounce of strength must be found in you if you want to be successful in the sight of God. If you want to step into his new day. If you want to embrace his life, his ways. God is not going to share his glory with human wisdom. God is speaking to somebody. He's not going to share his strength, amen. He's not going to share his ability, his glory and power, amen, with somebody else. He's not going to do that. So it's important that you understand that when the Lord begins to engage you, amen, he's engaging you because there's something, amen, that he needs you to offer. Give it all. Give it all. You've given, but you've not given all. In case, in case, in case, let's keep this one. <laughs> You know, after Jesus fed the, the guys, 
some quickly took some bread along themselves. Jesus said, don't you guys have faith? Don't you see how I fed the 5,000, you know, the 4,000? Where's your faith? Those guys, they never got it. That is how damaged. When you look at the life of the disciples, all right, how they were walking and tracking with Jesus, you will understand how damaged we are as humans. These guys were with Jesus Christ. They were with him. They were with him. They lived with him. But they were expressing doubt, fear, and insecurity. Half of the things he said to them, they did not believe it. <laughs> Even when he resurrected, they were still in doubt. That's just to show you the work that needs to be done in us. You see, you, you don't really get to know your strength until you enter into a day where there is no longer strength in you. Until you enter into a day where all of the things you define as, as strength is being depleted. That's when you begin to realize who you truly are. Because that's when, you know, Job's wife will say, why don't you curse God and die? They say, we've been following you all these years. What's there for us? Are you getting this, friends? Let it go. Let him take. You see, except you're not sure. If you're not sure that this God you're, 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 you're talking about, you're seeking, is not real. If you're not sure, then you're wasting your time. You need to be certain. You need to have that understanding. It must be there. To the point that if somebody walks into your house and say, I'm pointing a gun in your head. Now you eat, you either denounce God, you leave, or you, you proclaim you know you, you love him and I shoot you. If you cannot say, go ahead, pull the trigger. If that's what God has permitted you to do. <laughs> because if God has not permitted you to do it, even when you pull that trigger, the bullet is not going to come out. I'm not going to die because it's not my day to die. Nobody has the ability to take me out of the earth except the Lord permits it. You see, if you don't have such faith, such assurance, then all of the things that I'm saying will just be passing your head, will be passing your head. See, the things of God, they're like building. You have to have certain assurance. You see, certain assurance, it must be there. You must know it. It must be your knower. Now, even if you're going through, you know, hell and high water, you just know he's there. He will never leave me nor forsake me. In this, he's there with me. And after this, he will still remain. He will be there with me. You must know that. You see, when you know that, ah, then heaven has found one that they can invest into. Then heaven can, they can deploy their resource into your life, into your space. Because you see, when heaven, when heaven pour themselves, when things, when the things of the spirit is given to us and we are not fully, we're not fully, all right, aligned to God's desire and, and order. Those things that are given to us can derail us. Because you see, when, when cannot people touch power, they become corrupt. And they become destructive. When certain money enter into your hand. And you have not walked in certain revelation of God. I can assure you. You will backslide. I can assure you pride will come into your heart. 
something so big things you thought you would never be able to do places you thought you would never find yourself you're going to find yourself because that thing is intoxicating money is intoxicating power is in intoxicating influence is intoxicating imagine you start working with certain people certain people who think you know <laughs> they're invisible nobody can touch them you know there's people like that they can just kill somebody and walk away. They don't care that uh, police come. Police will do whatever they want to do, but you'll never see the docket. That case is, 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 is gone. you never see it. They make sure that case disappears. So they don't care. There are people who have such power in our city, in our nation. We're moving around. There's people who have influence. They can just wake up now and ring the president. Call whoever they want to call. There are people who have, who have such power. Now imagine you know such people. <laughs> you now begin to think you have also arrived. Now you want to live under their shadow. I know people like that. I used to have friends like that back in those days. In Nigeria before I gave my life to Jesus. Friends who know people in high places. When they, when they start talking, you, you, you just, you're just wondering. You'll be asking yourself... Am I living in the same in the same country? <laughs> but when you come when you come to know the Lord, <clears throat> and the Lord says, "All of those things, discard it. Walk with me, and I will make you a fisher of a man." I bet you 80% of our pastors don't know what that word means. Walk with me and I'll make you officials of men. They don't. What does it take to fish men? Men are the most difficult, the most complex, particularly fallen humans. They are the most complex, you know, being you can ever interact with. When you think you know them, <laughs> tomorrow they show you a different face. <laughs> you think you know them. <laughs> they say, ah, finally I know this one. No, no, no. Ah. Suddenly that person just changed. You, isn't that what caused some people to commit suicide? They go take a pill because they thought they know the man. They thought they know the woman. And I've been married with to you all these years. You mean... <laughs> You know, sometimes when I hear people talk about others and I just laugh. I say, you, you, you're blind. You don't understand human nature. Even that person talking, that person doesn't know himself or herself. Push that person to certain hard, tight corner. That person will show you a different side. Even that person himself will be wondering, is this me? I didn't know I've got this on the inside of me. Ah, there are things you got you have on the inside that you don't know yet. That's why that's why they will they will dig deep into your life. They will excavate those strongholds. Yes, they will send Isaiah Phillips into your life. We will dig deep, dig deep into the core. When you think we've reached the core, they say dig more, dig more, because the things we want to use this person to do. All right cannot be compromised so they dig more 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 they bring out all the dysfunctional you know ideas and identity in our life 
people don't like that. They run. It's a difficult place to be. When you feel vulnerable, when you start feeling vulnerable, ah, heaven has begun to walk in your life. But if you still feel you have some strength, you have some muscle, you have some ability, you, you can do and undo, you can define and determine when to come, when not to come, when to engage and when not to engage, when to give and when not to give, all right? when to smile, when not to smile. You, you are the one determining you know, your movement. Ah, ah. No, you have not begun with God yet. God has not begun with you. God is not going to struggle with you. If he struggle with you, he will crush you. So he leave you to your own thing. You have to come. You have to wake up and say, no, no, no. I, I need to go back to my father. And say to him, I'm not even worthy to be called your son again. I've sinned against you and I've sinned against heaven. Make me one of your slaves. That position, that awakening is what awakens the spirit of sonship. Tell that to the apostles. <laughs> In the day where people are preaching, we are gods. The God man. In the day where people are, are, are entering into heresy. Equating themselves with Christ. Ah, God help us. That son said, I'm not worthy. To be called your son. Make me one of your slaves. See, that awareness elevates the boy to sonship. But when you think, it is pride that makes men to want to equate themselves to God. It is pride that, that, that makes us to believe that because we have certain power, we, we can do certain things, suddenly we become God's. It's an erroneous teaching that is destroying the spiritual fiber of this nation. And I believe the Lord will have me put an end to it. And we began to do that. And I'm going to put an end to that by the grace of God, at least to the degree the Lord will allow me. At least not in my environment. No, we're not going to allow that. Any you know, erroneous you know, a doctrine and, and theology. We, no, no, we're not going to allow it. We, we will debunk it. We will continue to hit on it. All right, friends, I just felt I needed to, you know, to share that with, I don't know, whoever you are this morning listening. Uh, that, that's something the Lord, I guess, will have you look into and, and, and adjust in your life. We are being adjusted as we are praying. The place of prayer is a place where they adjust us. You see, by the time you pray again, you're going to see that your prayer is going to change. Because now, understanding has come. Revelation has come. Insight has come. They've shed light into certain areas of your life. Now you know that uh, you, 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 can't be, you can't be praying and uh, you know things are just in that condition of undercurrent. No. You want, you want, you want the excavating, you know, a, a, a drilling machine to go deep down, go deep down, dig out everything that is not of God. Even if you have to lose certain people and lose certain things, let it go. Because you see, there is nothing of God. Let me rephrase it. There is nothing you have or that you carry, all right, that God has not sanctioned, that seem to be blessing you right now. 
that you will not pay for in the future. You'll pay for that thing in the future. The enemy is going to come. And the devil knows when to come. He won't come, you know, you know uh, maybe two, three years later. He will come seven, twelve, fifteen years later. When you have settled down. When everything seemed like, aha, uh -huh, I've rested. Ah, and now he comes and says, give me my thing. Then he disrupts. He disrupts your entire world. He, he, he puts your world upside down. Then you're, oh God, then you're running from one prophet to another. <laughs> you should have given that thing up years ago. It's not worth it. It's time to travel light. Let God be your reward. Let God be your inheritance. Let God add to you. As he deems fit. Don't take things. <clears throat> that of the old. That of the father's house. Remember that teaching we did. Don't take things. Don't take one of the gods of your father's house. And sit on it. In your tents. Not wanting to stand up. Because you don't want your father to, to have his thing. Don't depend on, on the strength of your past. That lady sat on one of the gods of her father. That thing affected her productivity in the future. Heaven has given us newness, new day, new beginning. This is a, an opportunity to discard, to reject, to move away, to cut ourselves away from what is defined as our father's house. Let's press into where the Lord is bringing us to. Nothing. Abraham said, I did not think anything. Lest you say you make Abraham. You prospered Abraham. I did not think anything. I don't want anything from you guys. The Lord is my portion. The Lord is my light. The Lord is my sustainer. This is the day. This is the hour. This is what the Lord is calling us into. And I hope... Somebody is listening this morning. As heaven begins to awaken us and say it's time to go spy the land. We're spying, amen, this new reality we are being brought into. They're saying I need you to go see things. I need you to understand how that land is. You see, as we continue to allow the Lord to bring us out of the ark and, and step our feet, amen, on this new ground, on this new soil, as the water continues to reset, we need to learn wisdom. We need to learn earlier, the knowledge of the spirit to know how to engage. We don't want to do things in the strength of the old. The Lord remembered Noah. And the Lord said, Noah, you go out of this ark, you and your wife, their son and their, and their wives. And let all the rest of the creatures and the animals follow. These are powerful spiritual principles that we are tracking now as we enter into what is defined as newness. Let us know. Let us ask God. Let him give you the wisdom. Lord, teach me. Show me. And as he leads you, he'll be leading you 
into, into prosperity. He'll be leading you, hallelujah, into the prosperity of your soul. And as your soul prosper, every area of your life will begin to prosper. That is the pattern of God's divine you know, prosperity. As your soul, what is the prosperity of the soul? That the soul, amen, is yielded to the authority and to the life and the government, amen, of the kingdom of God. As the soul continues to surrender to the rule of righteousness, to the pattern, amen, of justice. As the soul continues to yield, amen, its faculty to the authority, amen, of, of the kingdom of God, of the administrations of God. As your soul continue, amen, to wait on the Lord and depend on, amen, the voice and the guidance of the spirit. Listen, everything that your soul needs, amen, will be attracted, will, will be flowing into your space, into your life. Amen. Whatever it is, is it money? Is it friends? Is it relationship? Is it, amen, the right man, the right woman? All of those things, amen, will be attracted to you. But if you keep the wrong thing, if, you, if you're still dealing with the wrong values of the soul, your soul will be attracting the same thing. You know why people get to be attracted to the wrong people? Because they themselves, amen, are configured wrongly. <laughs> You see, like always attract like. So as you break away, you see, many of you that have come into our space, into my life, is because your soul is searching for truth. The Lord never brings you into the space of what you're not searching for. The Lord never gives to you what you are not questing for. God will give you the desire of your heart, not of your soul. The Lord gives to you the desire of your... So if your heart cries, God, I want to change. I want to be transformed, renewed. I want to be empowered. I want to be a woman of God. I want to be a man of God. God says, okay, based on your quest, I give you Isaiah Phillips. And if, listen to this. If God sees that your prayer is not really deep enough, it's not questing enough, it's not searching enough to handle an Isaiah Phillips, they give you someone else. <laughs> <laughs> they give you someone else who will give you, you know, 30-fold message. Yes, because that's all you can take. You can take 30-fold. So they give you 30-fold. If, 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 you, if you're saying, no, 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 I've, I've gone, Lord, I've gone beyond 30-fold. I want to go beyond 60. I'm, I'm hungry for 70. I want to, I'm pressing in. It's okay. You can have Isaiah. At least whatever this guy says, you're not going to run away. <laughs> you know, a lot of people that have come into my life, they run because they, couldn't, they cannot handle what the Spirit of God is saying. The demand is too much for them. But it's not a demand. It's just God's standard. You see, so that's why I know not everybody will buy this product. <laughs> the product here is not for everybody. What we are pre presenting is not for everybody. Is for those, hallelujah, who have left, who have left Egypt, all right, and who have broke, who have, who have broken away from the organized religion, who have broken away, amen, from the Harlot's church. This is a message for those who are questing, hallelujah, to drink, to drink, amen, from the brook that will give them strength as the journey towards the place called Zion. It's not for everyone. Check the scripture. Why, why didn't Jesus carry everybody to the mountain? Why didn't Jesus take the entire 12 <laughs> to the hill? <laughs> Come on. Because he understood. Amen. All of them, they have their place. They are all there, but he knows each of them. He knows. He knows. Those, those people he took to the hill are the people that he was going to commit and build. Amen. The structure of the new day into their life. 
The people it took, amen, to get so many to pray. Yes, the same, the same company of people. Yes. Everybody can come, but not everybody is treated the same. No. There are some, amen, they want, they, they want to be pushed, but don't, but don't just push them, you know, too hard. If you push them too hard, you lose them. <laughs> and some, the more, the more you push them, the more they want to go. Yes. They are the, Elish, they are the Elishas of our day. All right. The more you tell them, wait behind, they say, no, I'm going with you. The more you say, stay here. God have sent me to Jordan. They say, we'll go to Jordan together. The more you say, well, we've got into Jordan. God has sent me to Bethel. They say, no, we'll go to Bethel together. <laughs> Amen. I'm not staying. I'm, I'm not settling for that which is not the full reality of God's plan for my life. I want all that the Father has for me. I mean, that's Elisha for you. Elisha was a dangerous man. He wanted everything Elijah carried. He, will, he refused to settle for Bethel. He refused, amen, to settle for Jericho. He refused to settle for Jordan. Come on. He passed, he, he passed the Rubicon. He crossed the Rubicon. I'm not staying here. If you think I'm going to stay here, no, sir. We'll go, we're going together. <laughs> we're going together. Elijah, Elijah said, this guy is crazy. So we're going together. When they crossed Jordan, Elijah said, Elisha, now ask me what you want. When they crossed that place of circumcision, the land of no return. When they crossed death, Jordan is the place. Check the scripture. It was when they crossed Jordan that Elijah said to Elisha, what do you want? Are you getting this, friends? What do you want? What are you searching for? Be done unto you according to the measure of your faith. Be done unto you according to the measure of your faith. What do you want? Jesus asked them, What seekest thou? What are you seeking for? Why are you following me? You have to define it. You have to define it. It's not me defining it for you. It's you that will define it. It's not me. I'm not going to define and determine amen, your measure of thirst or quest for the things of God. No. God gives you amen, your desire. The desire of your heart. He gives to you. You see... I had a desire when I was questing. I had a desire. And the desire made me to discard certain people and start pursuing certain people. Yes. Be done unto you according to the measure of your faith. What is the measure of your faith? What is your faith connecting to? What is your faith eyeing in God? What is your faith in God. What is your faith pursuing in the things of the spirit? What are you looking for? Where is that place that you can be brought to and they can tell you stay here? Are you going to be a root or you're going to be an offer? Alright? We've gotten to a point where there is nothing to benefit again. So it seems <laughs> After much pushing, the Bible says an offer returned to our people. But Ruth said, ah, 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 no, 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 no. You don't understand, Naomi. <laughs> you don't understand. 
I'm connected to something. What I'm connected to is a covenant that is beyond the presence of my husband. He's dead, yes. But there is something that I've connected to in, in, in your life that I cannot go back. I cannot turn away from. There's nothing to go back to. I'm not going back to where I left. I can only move forward. And you are my future. So I'm going with you, Naomi. Even if you call yourself Mara, you can call yourself whatever. Call yourself bitter. <laughs> There's something I've found in you that is sweet. Come on, let's go together, woman. <laughs> you see, you've got to track these people. You've got to track them. When everybody's saying, what are you looking for in that Isaiah Phillips? There's nothing good in the man. The guy is going to disappoint you. He's going to put you. He's going to. You know, people say that about my wife. This guy, this guy, this guy, this Nigerian. He, he, why, why is he marrying a colored person? What, what, what's his catch? What's, what's he looking for? I said to them, they are blind. Because you don't even understand. My marriage to a colored person is prophetic. You don't, even, you don't see that. You think I just marry a, co a colored woman because she's the most beautiful person in town? No, no, no. <laughs> you, you, everything that about our life has a prophetic connotation. If you dig deep, you will find the reason why I'm married to who I'm married to. I'm very excited about my life, my journey with God. Everything, there is no, there's no accident in God. There's a reason why he brought me to this place, Franjouk. I could have been in Stalinbosch. I could have been in, in, in power. I could have been somewhere else. There, there are no mistakes in God. You see, when you walk with God, your life is not an accident. When you walk with God, your life shifts from accident, amen, to precision, to direction, to correction. Everything about your life is productive, even when in the natural is looking contrary. Sometimes things in the natural will look contrary, but if you look at them in the spirit, ah, you will have sight. Oh, now I understand. <laughs> yes. So those who fix their eyes on the temporal, on what eyes can see, they pierce themselves with, with, with arrows, with sorrows. Don't lose focus. In this new day, you need a renewed vision. In this new day, you need what? A renewed vision. So when you are praying, you say, Father, give me new vision. Give me new sight. Help me to see the way you've ordained and designed my life. Help me to understand your plans for me before time began. Where you have brought me to in this brand new day. I know that Corona is not there. I will not be afflicted by this disease. I know my home will not be afflicted. I will go through this valley of the shadow of death. Will come out on the other side giving testimony. Lord, seal me, oh God, once again with your seal. The seal of newness. Bring me, oh God, into your hill. Establish my feet upon the rock. Stability is what I ask for in this brand new day. Help me to take my stand. As men are called to enter into the reality of this brand new day. Empower me. Enlarge my coast. Help me. Grant me capacity.
capacity to advance in the light of your, of your spirit. Yes, that's how you pray. You make demand on the new. You make demand on the new. You continue to press on. You continue to press in. You're not giving up. You're not giving in. You're not giving the enemy an inch. Alright? You're pressing in. You're breaking into a, a new day. You're asking God to empower you again with the spirit of a pioneer. You are charting new path in the spirit. Amen. You are decreeing and declaring. Amen. And you are going forward. Amen. In the spirit of breakthrough. Breakthrough means in the natural they say there's no road there. God says go through it. You break through it. Like David broke through. You break through it. You break through it. You break through it. You break through it in the place of prayer. You break through it. Go forward. They say, ah, there's Red Sea. He said, I said, go forward. They say, can't you see, Lord, there's Red Sea there. He said, what's in your hand? He says, a rod. He says, stretch it. <laughs> you stretch it. God, God is causing even nature to work for you. I say, where you are rejected, they say, come. <laughs> come. Yes. It's a spirit. You've got to break, break the barrier, break the limitation in your mind, in your thoughts. Everything that wants to hold you back, that wants to keep you back, that wants to keep you in chain. The Bible says the angel of the Lord came to the prison and the chain fell from their hands and from their feet. Peter got up, hallelujah, and walked out of the prison. He broke through. He broke through. As the water broke through, you break through. Breakthrough is a time where things are birthed in the earth. When the woman pregnant, when that water breaks, the child is ready to break through. Move from one dimension to the next dimension. Move from one reality to the next reality. Yes, it's breakthrough. You break through. You're breaking into a new day. You're breaking into a new season. You're breaking into a new sphere. You're breaking into a new dimension of existence. You refuse to be known earlier by your past. You refuse to be identified by your past. When Moses came out of that mountain earlier, he broke through because he came with a different earlier where he came with a different you know face. He came with a different belief system. He came with something from the presence of God. When you when you engage God you always come out with something from his presence that gives you the ability to break through you break through come on friends you break through you break through let me read a scripture father we thank you psalm 42 excuse me not psalm isaiah 42 i read from verse 1 <clears throat> Here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one in whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him and he will bring justice to the nations. He will not shout or cry out. I want you to see the technology heaven is showing us this day. He will not shout or cry out. Or raise his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he would not break. And a smothering wick he would not snuff out. In faithfulness he will bring forth justice. In faithfulness. Did you see that word again? Faithfulness. 
oikonomia. <laughs> Talking about amen, the economy of God in faithfulness. That a man is found to be faithful when it comes to the things of the spirit. In consistency. In faithfulness. A faithful manager. In faithfulness. In faithfulness. He will bring forth. In faithfulness. He will bring forth justice. I'm talking about a man that God is raising to break into a new day. To establish the newness of God. To bring forth the counsel of God in this brand new. I'm talking about you, my dear sister, my dear brother watching this morning. And everyone listening. You've got to understand that we are in a day where the spirit of God is speaking to us about newness. We're stepping into newness. This newness, amen, will be determined by a quality of the spirit that we carry. He will not shout or cry on the street or raise his voice in the street a bruise a bruise reed this is how meek this is how meek how gentle this dimension of a being called the ecclesia there is a group there is a company of people god amen is imparting in the earth with the spirit of christ whose life will exhibit this character this is something you need to pray with now. I'm giving you prayer points. A bruised reed, he will not break. A smothering wick, he will not snuff out. In faithfulness, you see, that, there's a way to win, brethren. There is a way to win. <laughs> there is a way to win. There is a pattern to do things and get Listen to this. And get answer. This is it. In faithfulness. In faithfulness. He will bring forth. He will produce. In faithfulness. In faithfulness. He will bring forth justice. Listen. He will not. He will not falter. He will not falter. Or be discouraged. Somebody should, somebody should rejoice this morning. We're tracking something. <laughs> he will not falter. Not be discouraged. Till he establishes justice on the earth. Verse 5. This is what God the Lord says. This is what God the Lord says. The creator of heavens who stretches them out, who spread out the earth with all the springs from it, who gives, who gives bread to his people, Labashayanda, and life to those who walk on it. I, the Lord, I have called you in righteousness. I, the Lord, I have called you in righteousness. Listen to this. I will take hold of your hand. I will uphold your hand. I will keep you. Amen. I will keep you and will make you. I will keep you and I will also make you. God is making you for that which is defined as the new. To be a covenant, amen, for the people. And a light for the Gentiles to open the eyes that are blind, to, to, to free the captives from the prison, 
to release from the dungeon those who are, who, are, who are sitting in darkness. I am the Lord. That is my name. Verse, verse, verse 8. I will not yield my glory to another or my praise to an idol. See the former things I have. See the former things have taken place. And the new Emma is being declared. Before they spring forth, I announce them, amen, to you, says the Lord. Sing, listen to this, sing to the Lord a new song is praised from the ends of the earth. You who go down to the sea and all that are, that, that are still in it, your, your islands and all you who live therein, let the wilderness and the stand raise their voices. Let the settlements Amen. Where Kida lives, rejoice. Let the people of Selah sing for joy. Let them shout, amen, on the mountaintops. Let them give glory to the Lord and proclaim his praise in the island. The Lord will march out like a champion. <laughs> oh, Rabbi Sayanda. I feel like jumping. The Lord will march out like a champion. He's talking about you. He's talking about the day of his glory. He's talking about what he's about to do in this new season. Where men are declaring war. Where we are hearing all kinds of gloomy news. God said, I am doing a new thing. And he's springing forth. I'm announcing it before it happens. Can you believe this? Newness. Newness, Father. Newness, Lord. We embrace newness. I embrace newness on behalf of my brethren, on behalf of the, the church. You're building, you're building, you're establishing newness, Father, in this glorious day. And we hear your voice, oh God. We hear your heart, we hear your mind, we hear your desire, we hear your intention. We say, let it be done, oh God, even as you have desire. Let your counsel be fulfilled, O oh God. Let your counsel be established, O oh God. Let there be a proclamation, O oh God, of this newness, O oh God. We embrace it. We embrace it. We embrace it. We embrace it. Dead no no, sir. We embrace, we embrace new beginning. We embrace new starts. Yes, Father. We embrace your voice. We embrace your heart. We embrace your mind. We embrace the spirit of a new day. Do a new thing. Thank you for the spirit of faithfulness. Thank you, Father, for the spirit of breakthrough. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Let your glory. Let your glory. Your essence, your life, your light. Your majesty, your beauty. Let it fill the earth. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for the garment of newness. Thank you for the revelation of new beginning in our lives, in our spirit, every aspect of our being flowing in the light 
of your delight. We bless you. We prosper. We flourish. We bring forth. We go forth in the spirit of newness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, thank you so much, everyone, this morning. Wow. I'm just going to quickly... Uh, um, You know, have a cup of tea and then I, I should be back I think for 8 o'clock I'm not sure no, no, I, I might not be able to be back for 8 o'clock because of my battery I really need to invest in a camera that can do this recording because I'm using my phone so it doesn't allow us to do a long recording so uh, I'm, I'm going to be back between now and 9 o'clock thereabout yes between now and 9 o'clock I'm going to be back I want us to continue to look into the concept of the economy of God. We're tracking something that I believe that uh, we need to see how we can, you know, wrap this up. So many things the Lord is laying in my heart, but I just don't want to overburden us and, of, of course, overwhelm myself too. Just let the Spirit of God lead and guide our path, right? So that's just what I'm trying to do. Then I should be back for that about around now. See what we can do another one hour in this uh, um, teaching. But what a what a word this morning! What an impartation! What a what a release of the spirit! We want to thank God for this. Thank you so much, everyone, this morning for connecting. If you can make it uh, uh, around nine o'clock, we'll be doing it. We're supposed to be having a, a video conferencing, but it is well. All right. Uh, so I, I should I should I should be I should be back between now and. Uh, at nine o'clock once my battery gets charged you know to the level that it can be used then of course i'll be back but thank you so much continue to pray continue to track the things that we're talking about god is awesome is awesome and we love his ways thank you everyone see you later Bye bye